Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. And we are talking today all about social media, and I've been waiting for this opportunity. We've got two delightful geniuses with us. Uh, Michelle Aiken is a coach and somebody who has been internet famous and knows all about the various uses and misuses of social media. She joins us as a guest co-host from her palatial mansion in New Jersey, the wilds of New Jersey. Uh, Jay Isso is a is a author and a genius in the world of social media. His book is Got Social Mediology? Question mark and the website, as I understand it, Jay is socialmediology.com. That's social s o c i a l mediology m e d i o l o g y, which will be on the test. Uh, Michelle Aiken, you can find out all about her by going to Michelle m i c h e l l e Aiken a k i n dot n y c. How cool is that? Um, just before the break, we were talking about this sort of blunder, this widespread blunder by United Airlines. And I was trying to get to the point that not only was there a blunder on the ground that got captured, and, and Jay's great point that we should always assume that you're on camera, whatever you're doing, um, but that then the CEO made it worse by sort of coming out about reaccommodation instead of just yeah. an apology. Is there a lesson for all of us there when somebody comes after us on the, on the Twitter or in the, in the Facebooking that we should uh, respond a certain way, Jay? Yeah, well, if he would have just issued an apology up front, he could have avoided everything instead of this long message that he posted on Twitter about, uh, and we, we're all upset about this event. I mean, it was clearly handled wrong. Yeah. And it, that was not acknowledged. It was just that, we apologize for him to reaccommodate these customers, and our team is moving with a sense of urgency to work with the authorities and conduct a detailed review. Well, I'm sorry, but we, we saw what we saw. And so there is a real huge lesson to be learned here. If you have a disaster, apologize. Don't, don't try to give us the finely crafted you know, politically correct. Right, it was gross, yeah. Right. I mean, don't, don't do that. When you have a disaster, and, and by the way, here's the other thing. Do not tell everybody that your account was hacked. Celebrities love doing that more than any other. Celebrities and athletes love doing this. Whenever things go wrong, they want to say, my account was hacked, or that wasn't me. Don't, don't make any excuses. Just apologize right up front. That's a... Just say... We were wrong. We are sorry. We are going to fix this. That's like great advice for life, first of all. But second of all, um, is, there, is that advice, uh, this is for both of you, that everybody should follow, whether you're trolled, whether people's complaints are grumpy? You know, if, if we're a coach, sooner or later somebody's not going to you know, be our fan and get on the interwebs and talk about us maybe poorly or accuse us of something is the best move to always just graciously apologize even if they're dead wrong or is there a time that it's good to fight 
I think it depends on your brand. Uh, so a friend of mine, um, Derek Halpern, I don't know if you've heard of him. He does, uh, he does a lot of online, uh, marketing advice for business owners and his brand is very, it's, it's him being himself and him. He's very like in your face. So he even got online yesterday and, and was like, so let's talk about this United Airlines thing. And he was playing devil's advocate and the people in the comments got so mad at him, but he's like, whatever guys be mad. I don't care. And he, it's part of his brand to be kind of abrasive and, and, and really just to be himself unapologetically. And I mean, maybe to his detriment at times, but I admire him. I'm not going to do what he does, but I admire his, uh, his authenticity at least. I think, uh, apologizing first is always the thing to do. That's my opinion personally. And I also think there's a fine line between falling on the sword and apologizing from the heart. I agree. I think Michelle is absolutely correct in, in everything that she has said here because I do think if you have a brand that is kind of not politically correct, well, then you have to stay with that regardless of what, you, what, what, what happens to the fallout because that's your brand. But if you are, in this case, a brand that's not, is typically politically correct, you need to go ahead and take the responsibility because you see the video. We saw what happened to the NFL when they tried to cover up some video information with Ray Rice and his wife in the elevator, and we've seen what that can do to you over time. So uh, this is one of those cases in which I think they should. But there are times where sometimes you just don't say anything because I have a rule about trolls, and here's my rule. If you don't feed them, they go away because they I die. actually I so, made a video called Don't Feed the Trolls nice. on one of my yeah, YouTube yeah. channels. Like it when there's I, I learned that early. Congruence. Yeah. All right. So um I I like that cuz if you're you know very few of us have the abrasive kind of quality. I like Derek Halpern cuz he's famous for having tweeted a recipe for ice cubes. Um but uh, <laughs> uh the notion of the notion of like, unless you've got that brand, then don't go out there and fight. Don't try, don't try and take like the good route of like, but you don't understand people. Just apologize. That's what I'm taking. And also don't feed the trolls. Recognize it's part of life. People are going to criticize you. You're going to be a target the minute you get on the interwebs. And so it's part of the territory. And if you start getting a thin skin, well, I think we all have a pretty famous example of a thin skin and how that goes. Um, <laughs> What what ethics are there in terms of our use of social media? I mean, I think that I know that in the coaching world and in any service world, you've, you're coming across with high ethics and high integrity, ideally. But are there specific ethical issues around social media? Especially I'm thinking about maybe coaches who might go out on a Saturday night and you know live it up a little bit and want to post their bowling team's victory and then at the, on Monday morning want to be taken seriously as a trained professional offering a service. Ideas? Well, again, I think it, it comes down to your brand. You know, my, my clients hire me partially because they, they already feel like they know me. I've had many people call me up or we have one call and they're like, hey, I've been following you for four years, which might sound creepy to you, Christopher, mm -hmm, but it's not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they already they know everything about my life because I was a vlogger. So I came into coaching having already put my entire life on the Internet with very little boundaries. I learned some boundaries a little bit when I got to AC, but I, that's been a growing edge for me is, is where are my boundaries? And it's something I play with all the time, but 
I, I, I'm kind of an open book. So if I go out, my clients are like, yeah, you went out, but they, they still take me seriously. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I am the same way as Michelle. I, my clients and the people that I coach and consult the companies I consult with, they, they know what I am. I mean, I, I have my life on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. They see that. They know that I like to play hard. They know that I like to work hard. And they see both sides of that. And like Michelle, I tweak that from time to time. There's some things I go, yeah, probably this would not be the best thing. Not because I'm worried about it in terms of being hired or not hired or being fired or whatever. More so because it's maybe not a fine, my finest moment or a moment that really reflects who I really am. It was a brief moment in history because our lives are not really pictures. Our lives are more like a video. And so even though I know that people want to look at the picture, sometimes you got to remove those pictures so that the video looks right. Gotcha. Um, Jay, I know that one of the things that you deal with is that you're one of the few people in the world that applies psychological principles uh, to social media. So for our listeners who are many, in many cases still working to build a brand, still trying to get their message out there, what are some basic steps? What would you have us do uh, to sort of, and how do we take advantage of your psychological principles and training? Sure. So there is a very simple principle when it comes to doing business on social media that works in life face-to-face, and they're very similar. And I tell people this. You do not give money to people you don't trust. You do not trust people you do not like, and you do not like people you do not know. And the one beautiful thing that social media can help us do, and Michelle clearly has demonstrated this, as well as myself, is that we use social media so that people can know us, come to like us, and ultimately come to trust us. And that turns into profit without having to spend money on the advertising piece because we're really building real relationships online. And yeah, I'm gonna, you can uh, do that. I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. Um, <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> what I love about it, too, is not only does it bring profit, but what I've noticed over the years is that people will say to me, I would never hire a life coach. But I started watching your comedy videos and, you know, I wasn't I didn't even know what life coaching was. I would never have come to any of this if it wasn't for you being yourself online. So, yes, money is great. And I love that people who wouldn't come to this sort of work get to have a difference made for them and have their life go differently because I made some silly videos, you know? Yeah. I've, I've... Yeah. And, yeah, and then that's and, and Michelle, I, I think you're a prime example of the type of people I try to explain how this works when I wrote the book, because what I really wanted people to understand is that stop using social media as a billboard and start being authentic. Mm-hmm. Because if, if we're authentic, even online, we can generate authenticity. You and I both know when somebody's not being authentic, that they're just yep. trying to get something from us. It's really, really easy, and you don't have to be a psychological profiler in order to quickly understand who's being real with you and just wants to develop a relationship with you and that person who's trying to get something from you. And it's, it's a very simple psychological principle, but it so works, it's so true, and it's so free. 
And brands try to emulate it, which is really funny. Like even I don't Pepsi. know if you know about uh, uh, well Pepsi. Yeah, that's that's a huge train wreck. But there's this funny thing that happened on Twitter earlier in the week. This this kid uh, Carter tweeted that he he tweeted to Wendy's saying, "How many retweets do I need to get in order to get a year of free nuggets?" Mm-hmm. And they said eighteen million. Yeah. And so I saw this when he was at around 650,000 and I retweeted it because I was like, oh, this is funny. And I don't usually do that. But then what started happening, he got to like 2 million last I looked or just under and um, I haven't checked it, but he he started being approached by all these brands and then they were like pimping each other out. It was like Amazon said or Netflix said they would do this and they said, how about you, Amazon? How about you, Google? (laughs) And then they're and T-Mobile's like, Oh, I'm sorry you have AT&T, Carter. We'll have you switch to a plan with us, and we'll give you this, and we'll give you that. And then United Airlines was like, hey, we'll fly you anywhere in the world. And people basically just lashed out at them, like, oh, trying to earn our, our good graces now, are you? Not going to work. You we'll, look, we'll give you a seat. You may or may not get to stay there. <laughs> and that's um, what people said. They set themselves up so hard right? and perfectly. Oh, my favorite. It was ugly. Yeah, my favorite use of the internet this week has been new United Airlines mottos. But let's move on. Um, one of the things. <laughs> That, so one of the things, and, and we're, our time is flying by here, guys, so I kind of want to uh, get to some meat. What should everyone listening, every, everyone within the sound of our voice, immediately stop doing and immediately start doing with the Internet? I'm going to start with you, Jay. Uh, sorry, Michelle. Go. Oh, so what should they start doing? What should they stop doing yeah. right away? Start being authentic. Stop being polarizing. And when I say polarizing... You have to be very careful of your surroundings. I think whenever you get political, you are shutting off 50% of the possible people that will be working with you whenever you do polarizing. But they're the wrong wrong 50%. I'm kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know what? There's no wrong 50% in business, right? Because I I wrote an article on LinkedIn called The Worst, You're Unreferable. When you start taking, taking these strong political stances, you can no longer be referred by other people because you don't know who that person is, whether, what their political leanings are, and you've got this person who's being outspoken. Mm-hmm. I, I have people I cannot – friends, I cannot refer them business because I know where their political leanings are, and I have no idea if these people are Republican or Democrat. And I'm not taking the chance because they're so hard-lined on their social media that it would – I would be offended – Okay. If I All was, right. if I sent them to that, I've already but failed that you, one. Just, okay, okay. So I'm going to give you a local example, though. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, nice. We we have three major basketball programs within 20 miles of each other: Duke University, University of North Carolina, and North Carolina State. Never heard of them. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, I know it's real. They're really yeah. So North Carolina have won the basketball national championship, and basketball is the biggest sport here in this area. The problem is people started posting, congratulations, University of North Carolina, and they started losing business because the other two fan bases want nothing to do with it oh, because ouch. they know that you're supporting, you're supporting the enemy. Not only that, North Carolina, of course, is under some indictments and investigation in terms of what they've done with classes or fake classes, so to speak. So now you've got this hateful two groups who are now looking at this business, and this one business is a uh, is a jeweler who puts up on this giant sign, congratulations, University of North Carolina, national champions. Parking lot is empty. Mm. Wow. That's normally there. 
because it's that big of a deal. So stop doing stuff that's polarizing. You say it's not a big deal, it is a big deal. And, and I can't say that any more clearer than that. Great. Uh, so start being authentic, stop being polarizing. Michelle, what do you say? I, what do you I have want? a really radical stop doing. Are you ready? I am ready. Stop complaining. <laughs> I stopped complaining on social media uh, back, I, it was a while ago, but I made a very distinct decision to stop complaining. This is like before I became a coach and everything because I just saw all of the word vomit I would put up online every day. And I started to think, why am I doing this? Or what, what's this for? What am I looking to elicit? Because I would, I would elicit things that I didn't really want. Arguments with people, uh, flame wars, we call them. Uh, and I, I didn't want that. So I just, before I would hit send on any post on Tumblr, which I don't really use anymore at all because it's kind of dead, but I, I, that's where I lived for years. I, I would post things and, and it would start stuff and I didn't want to start stuff. And, um, when I stopped complaining on, on social media, it, it changed my life. It changed how I interact with people. I stopped complaining in person. Um, and it's, it's very difficult because it, it like feeds our identity to complain and we get to see it in print and then we get to argue with people about it. And it, it doesn't really go anywhere. It's kind of just a loop. And I learned that after years of doing it. So I, I would say stop complaining. It'll completely change your life. Um, something to start doing, uh, get to know people and, uh, and don't, (laughs) this is another don't, but like, I find that people, uh, use getting to know people as a tactic. Don't do that actually go get to know people be interested and if you're not interested then don't be on it gotcha um it's there's a lot of pressure these days to advertise on different social media things right facebook Mm -hmm. famously uh you know certainly there's google adwords and stuff for search but i'm thinking now more about like you know the advertisements that we sort of invariably run into but may not always know it's an advertisement or a targeted ad. Do you guys have a, a thoughts or positions about that, especially when it comes to coaching or other personal consulting-type services? Is this a good idea? Go ahead, Michelle. I'll let you start. All right. I'm so torn about it. I'm so torn. I'm, I'm having a, a constant crisis around this lately just in the last few months because I both understand marketing. I've been around it. Uh, I, I worked with Marie Forleo, who's one of the biggest uh-huh. marketing consultants online and in the world, I think <laughs> just, everyone knows her and I've been around her, her information for just like ever. I can't, I can't remember not knowing all this stuff that she teaches and I haven't really implemented it myself because I grew so organically. And so I'm in this constant struggle between, uh, being being a word of mouth coach, and that's how I've built most of my business, and just being myself online and having that bring in. And anytime I do direct ads, it feels it feels like me not being me. And I'm thinking I just need to hire a team and have them do some of it for me because I can't bring myself to. So I, that's my non answer to this because I haven't really figured it out. Yeah, so I'm going to piggyback right off of what Michelle said. I I think for some industries this it works really, really well. I think if you're selling some physical product, I think you can take like Facebook advertising and of course you can target it so well and so neatly that you can find the right people. And then of course you can have a cause and effect relationship where they could click on the ad. It could take you to a cart and you can purchase that and whatever that product is immediately into a cart. 
I think whenever we have a service like Michelle's or myself where we're consulting or coaching or whatever, or whenever we pay for that advertising and somebody clicks on that, what are we really expecting to happen? Yeah. And because all it's going to do is it's going to either lead them to some sort of a web page. It's going to lead to some splash page. Right. It's going to lead them somewhere, but it's not really a cause and effect relationship where I can say this is who this, they're going to do something. And then the other part of it is, Michelle, I don't know, and, and Chris Reed, tell me the same thing, but I, I don't know if you have what your target market really looks like. And because I think if I were to really ask you, you would say, well, as a real life coach, is there any life that's off limits to me? No. And so when we, really. so when, <laughs> yeah, right. So when we start targeting as a life coach, right, we're saying that there's certain lives that I am not going to deal with because I'm going to target right. those lives only. And unless you have a niche that says I'm only going to work with this group, that's fine, but I think for most life coaches, we would say, I don't care what your life, who, who you are and what your life is. I can't really give you a target market. So then I think the advertising in Facebook or even LinkedIn, by the way, LinkedIn can get pricey. I ran into this. I have a story for that, too. But it could become, it could become kind of a waste because you don't know where it's really going. Yeah, you have to be targeted. This is, again, the thing I've struggled with because I, I could come up with a niche, but I've been very clear with my friends that are coaches that ask me that niche is a marketing tool, not a limit. Right. And so you, you will attract people, but you'll also attract people who are like, hey, I saw that you're the um, whatever coach, you right. know, you, whatever you label yourself. The left-handed as, shoe store coach, right. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. But will you take me on even though I'm in a right-handed shoe store? And it's like, sure, yeah, let's talk. And so it's just a marketing technique. And I again, I struggle with, with nailing it down because I, uh, I know that it works as a marketing technique and it, it never feels authentic. So right. we're, the struggle. We're running out of time, so I'm going to interrupt you. And um, I want to do two things with the three minutes we have left. So be mindful of your watches, people. Okay. Um, so the first question, uh, and I'd love for us to take up to a minute on this, is why social media? What is social media really doing there? Why, who uses it? Why are we using this social media thing? Jay, do you want to start us off? Sure. It's simply it's communication. And it's another way to communicate immediately. It was the natural step in the evolution of the Internet. We went from chat rooms to instant messaging to Skype formatting to now we can see faces that we put it together and we have this immediate communication device where we can talk to Got more it. people simultaneously in a short period of time and it allows us to stay connected. Got it. Uh, anything different for you, Michelle? Uh, I would just say because it's foolish to resist it. It's gonna. It's just gonna grow, and and if you if you go with the tide and figure out how this does work for me, versus being like, well, that's that new thing, right? And that doesn't work. It, that's. I mean, you could, you can, it's, you don't have to do it. It's the Borg is your answer. I got it. Um, we're <laughs> we're down to our last minute or so, and I want to give it all to you guys. Uh, if you had a parting thought or a parting shot for our thirty thousand or so listeners today, what would you have us know, Jay? Uh, yeah, Jay. Go. I would say. I would say choose your, pro, choose your cultures wisely, your platforms wisely, and don't feel like you have to be on all of them. Be where your consumer is and stay there and be authentic. Beautiful. I'll say something a little different, which is 
nobody knows how this works. Like some of us know, like Jay have done a lot of work and have figured out uh, quite a lot and can guide you. And at the same time, I think if we're going to keep innovating and keep creating new ways of communicating with each other, we don't necessarily have to just fold into what's already happening. You could be the one to create the next thing. Beautiful. Preach uh, it, sister. Preach it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Izzo is the Internet Doctor. You can find him online at socialmediology, that's M-E-D-I-O-L-O-G-Y.com. Get his book. It's got social mediology, question mark, uh, where he'll talk all about the, the psychology and, and other research-based uh, ways to empower your business and empower your online business. Uh, uh, being and authenticity. Michelle Aiken, of course, is a coach and a leader in uh, the tri-state area. You can find her online at Michelle, M-A-C-H-E-L-L-E, Aiken, A-K-I-N, dot N-Y-C. I can't can't speak, but it's a good (laughs) website. Go there. Hopefully they got it. All right. Thank you very... That's right. Michelle Aiken, dot N-Y-C. Thank you both very much for being with us. And thank you, our dear listener, for uh, being with us. That's another edition of the Coaching Show behind us. Hey, uh, program notes. There are extraordinary shows upcoming, including in two weeks, Jen Sincero of You Are a Badass will be right at these microphones. Thank you for listening each and every week to uh, us here on WSRadio.com or wherever fine podcasts are available. This is The Coaching Show, and uh, each week we bring you people on the cutting edge of coaching, things you need to know, or just plain interesting stuff. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Your search for the right office furniture will be done when you walk into Shore for sure. In our 46,000 square foot warehouse, you are sure to find the right new or used desk and chair for your home and office. Trusted for over 40 years, Shore is proven to provide great value, quality, and service. From free space planning to our white glove delivery service, you are sure to leave happy and satisfied. We're a family-owned business that will treat you like family for sure. Sable Español. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale Listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest-growing job sector. 
The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol, and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past. 